Matthew 4 8-9 KJV Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them. 9 And saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down, and worship me. John 14 6 KJV Yeshua, Jesus Christ, saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Preamble by Robert Okay, here it is I have been shown to bring this article forward, so those unwilling to hear the Lord's words have both spiritual and carnal information to understand why they walk as they do. The Lord knows many within the secular walk will ignore this information. However, Yeshua wants the following information out there, so the remnant within this group of naysayers will possibly see, hear or be informed and be able to make an informed choice. The following information will identify there are two distinct paths to choose from. Each path has been determined by one, our Lord, Yeshua, John 14 6 KJV, and the other Satan, Matthew 4 8-9 KJV, who will lead those that have chosen either path to their eternal fate. Opening Prayer by Robert Heavenly Father, I come before you in humility, thanking you for the words you have inspired me to share with your children. I ask Father you reign discernment unto all so they may know understand and share what they have gleaned from your warning. I pray you will fill their spirit with determination and fervor to stand against whatever evil presents itself. I further pray for Father, that you will send the Holy Spirit to nurture and strengthen their minds that they might reflect your light into this dark world as a beacon. Through the discernment, bring knowledge for sharing as those who are drawn to their light may come to you through that experience and example. I pray, this Father in your name and in the name of Yeshua Amen and Amen. Opening Statement by Robert What is it which holds the secular captive in their delusion? What is it that causes this type of statement towards God's messages? Just more useless mythical claptrap? Yeshua gives us a solid look at what Satan uses in Matthew 4 8-9 KJV. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them. 9 And saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down, and worship me. Matter of comfort to all the saints. In the temptation of Christ it appears, that our enemy is subtle, spiteful, and very daring in his temptations but it appears withal, that he is not invincible. Though he is a strong man armed, yet the captain of our salvation is stronger than he. It is some comfort to us to think that Christ suffered, being tempted for. Thus it appears that temptations, if not yielded to, are not sins. They are afflictions only, and such as may be pleased. And we have a high priest who knows, by experience, what it is to be tempted, and who therefore is the more tenderly in touch with the feelings of our infirmities in an hour of temptation. Hebrews 2 18, 15 But it is much more, comfort, to think that Christ conquered, being tempted, and conquered for us not only that the enemy we grapple with is a conquered, baffled, disarmed enemy, but that we are interested in Christ's victory over him, and through him are more than conquerors. When God sends true prophets, the devil sends some to seduce and deceive, false prophets in the Old Testament, and false Christs, false apostles, and seducing teachers, in the New. Concerning these, observe. 1. Their business is to bring in destructive errors, even damnable heresies, as the business of teachers sent of God is to show the way of truth, even the true way to everlasting life. There are damnable heresies as well as damnable practices, and false teachers are industrious to spread pernicious errors. 2. Damnable heresies are commonly brought in privily, under the cloak and color of the truth. 
those who introduce destructive heresies deny the Lord that bought them. They reject and refuse to hear and learn of the great teacher sent from God, though he is the only Savior and Redeemer of men, who paid the price sufficient to redeem as many worlds of sinners as there are sinners in the world. 3. Those who bring in errors destructive to others bring swift, and therefore sure, destruction upon themselves. Self-destroyers are soon destroyed, and those who are so hardened as to propagate errors destructive to others shall surely and suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. Closing Prayer by Robert Heavenly Father, bring our lives into unison with Yeshua's teachings and guidance out of the darkness ahead. I pray Father not one believes they have all the answers and humble themselves before you, Father. I ask Father that you shower discernment and recognition unto all of our heads that we may be safe and strengthened as we go forward in your name. Lord, bring us insight and courage to stand as bright beacons drawing many unto your light in the days and weeks ahead. Fill us with your wisdom that we might share it as your love and compassion for those lost and confused. We pray in your name Yeshua Amen and Amen. Closing Statement by Robert I used this excerpt before and am requoting it again as I believe it has very pertinent information for all, believer or non-believer, this excerpt from our strengths, sets the stage for this article and the message Yeshua has for all. This is where believers gain their strength from the uplifting and sharing of God's love and preparation. Our Father, through His grace, diligently, through His love for all, has been gifting the world with another day of life. So those seeking His righteousness will, during those gifted days, use them fervently, to learn continuously how to, by working out their salvation, turn their lives over to Yeshua, strengthen them and preserve them unto everlasting life. The most significant benefit in gaining this strength, you can recognize, how is one just passing through this world, God will provide for us while having us serving Him. Remember, being idle is a sin. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. John 15 7 KJV Whereas, Satan demonstrated through our Lord's temptations, specifically offering the glories of the world if Yeshua, Jesus Christ, would bend his knee and worship him. This temptation I see is what he has used to ensnare and imprison the souls of men and women, by offering them a gratification to their spirit of greed for power through riches. Remember, the enemy is the most skilled liar there is. In our Lord's temptation, we see two very powerful subtleties being offered. First, one appeals to the spirit of greed, the second curiosity, both prove to be the base of all future temptations. The next step is to deepen the appeal of the virtues of the world, as a reinforcing hold on the souls and minds of men. We know the act of sin creates a slippery slope into deeper sins. The following sins were identified in the article Cracked Pots as being the hold Satan uses on those held captive by deepening them and making them appear natural and normal life. Men being weak in character and vulnerable, these sins apply to those walking in the grasp of the world. It applies to those who succumb to the following temptations. These sins are what hold unbelievers as prisoners throughout life blocking any knowledge the Holy Spirit might provide. 1. Malice, which may be taken more generally for all sorts of wickedness, as James 1:21, 1, 1 Corinthians 5 8. But, in a more confined sense, malice is anger resting in the bosom of fools, settled overgrown anger, retained till it inflames a man to design mischief, to do mischief or delight in any mischief that befalls another. 2. Guile, or deceit in words. So it comprehends flattery, falsehood, and delusion, which is a crafty imposing upon another's ignorance or weakness, to his damage. 3. Hypocrisies. 
the word being plural comprehends all sorts of hypocrisies. In matters of religion, hypocrisy is counterfeit piety. In civil conversation, hypocrisy is counterfeit friendship, which is much practiced by those who give high compliments, which they do not believe, make promises which they never intend to perform or pretend friendship when mischief lies in their hearts. 4. All envies, everything that may be called envy, which is a grieving at the good and welfare of another, at their abilities, prosperity, fame, or successful labors. 5. Evil speaking, which is detraction, speaking against another, or defaming him, it is rendered backbiting, 2 Corinthians 12 20, Romans 1 30. As we were shown earlier, being idle is a sin. As we encounter these naysayers who are like the Pharisees of Yeshua's time, Yeshua continued to speak to the Pharisees, I said therefore unto you, that ye shall die in your sins. John 8 24. When you're at the door of choice, knowing the decision made affects your eternal being. Know your surroundings and those within them, who is calling and where you will be lead. Please remember these articles are the work of a humble servant of Yeshua doing his bidding as a watchman sounding the trumpet to warn of impending danger within the assembly. May our Father abundantly bless each one of you with wisdom and discernment to go forward as his modern-day disciples. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee, trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Yeshua is everlasting strength. Isaiah 26 3-4 Robert To address the second part of your statement. I have to agree with you Gordon about men being weak in character and vulnerable. However, I want to clarify my position in my statement, it applies to those walking in the grasp of the world. It applies to those who succumb to the following temptations. The sins to be put off, or thrown aside, are. 1. Malice, which may be taken more generally for all sorts of wickedness, as James 1 21, 1 Corinthians 5 8. But, in a more confined sense, malice is anger resting in the bosom of fools, settled overgrown anger, retained till it inflames a man to design mischief, to do mischief or delight in any mischief that befalls another. 2. Guile, or deceit in words. So it comprehends flattery, falsehood, and delusion, which is a crafty imposing upon another's ignorance or weakness, to his damage. 3. Hypocrisies. The word being plural comprehends all sorts of hypocrisies. In matters of religion, hypocrisy is counterfeit piety. In civil conversation, hypocrisy is counterfeit friendship, which is much practiced by those who give high compliments, which they do not believe, make promises which they never intend to perform or pretend friendship when mischief lies in their hearts. 4. All envies, everything that may be called envy, which is a grieving at the good and welfare of another, at their abilities, prosperity, fame, or successful labors. 5. Evil speaking, which is detraction, speaking against another, or defaming him, it is rendered backbiting, 2 Corinthians 12 20, Romans 1 30.